We talk about that night at Joe Tatones when you like shit and blood everywhere. We, no, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> See, Bruce Willis has uh, got brain worms. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Why that. Why not? He's finally going down the great <laughs> urinal of life, circling the drain of That's his terrible. <laughs> what do you know, Bruce Willis? Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, let's see. What can we talk about? You think it's funny that uh, a town in Ohio that got nuked by that train is called Palestine? <laughs> so I think that's kind of funny. Wasn't wasn't there like acid rain? Yeah, well, a, a train dumped a bunch of uh, I forgot something chloride, and uh, it's slowly killing an entire town. I saw a video of this lady who was like, my chickens are dead. <laughs> She's like, they're like family to me. <laughs> lady, lady, I think you got bigger problems than your dead chicken cousins. <laughs> <laughs> they were like family to like me. Picture these chickens with those fucking tweaked out eyes and just get acid dumped on them. <laughs> And then they had uh, that that news guy. They like showed him a like a little pond, and he's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh, look at it! It's polluted. <laughs> yeah, no shit. There's it's full a- of acid." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, "Oh my god, look how look look at the color. Look at the color of it. It's turning all the frogs gay." <laughs> oh god, get Alex Jones in there quick! <laughs> I told you. I didn't. I tell you this would happen. I'm full of red hot cum. <laughs> Get, get over here, you bastard. <laughs> You're a liar and a coward. Hey, <laughs> damn coward. Uh, I will punch Alec Baldwin in the nose. Alec Baldwin. Dude's uh dude's getting fucked right now. Literally. Well, you know, that's what happens when you kill a woman. <laughs> when you shoot someone and kill them. Crazy, right? Yeah, I was talking to someone and they're like, man, I really wanted to see that movie. The one where Alec Baldwin shot that cinematographer. I said, you know, that actually happened. That's not the movie. And they're like, yeah, but I still want to see the movie. You think they'd include it? I was like. Like that shot? If it was a good shot. I mean, you could be like the the guy in Nope who needs the perfect shot. And then the camera whip pans to her corpse. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Shit. Alec Baldwin does a little Fortnite dance. (laughs) Headshot. Yeah. <laughs> What's the elephant on his forehead? Starts teabagging her. Mama monster, kill, kill, kill. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> oh god. Well, hey, you want to do a podcast? Oh yeah, I forgot. Let's do a podcast. Let's do this thing. This movie, I think this movie broke into my house at night and uh, tore up all my 
priceless linens. <laughs> Dude, I almost shit myself walking out of the theater. That's I, I how think, bad this movie I was. I think that's entirely a you problem. I don't think that's a problem with the movie. This movie gave me IBS. <laughs> this movie killed my chickens. <laughs> <laughs> they were like family. They were like cousins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This movie was worse than a, a nuclear train dumping acid all over me. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was worse than getting shot in the head by Alec Baldwin. <laughs> uh, what movie was it? Uh, we watched "Knock at the Cabin" uh, M Night Shyamalan's M Night Shoe Nice M M Night M Night Shyamalan M Night. Shh, be quiet. <laughs> Now, M. Night Shyamalan is uh, most famous for being a fucking prick. (laughs) I was going to say putting twists at the end of his movies. Yeah, somebody should twist his neck. (laughs) Sorry, that was a little... little Kill him like chickens. Yeah, that was... Somebody should dump an acid bath on top of him. No, he's most famous for putting these twists at the end of his movies. But, um, but yeah, this, this was honestly... I, mean, I haven't it. seen every one of them. I, I haven't seen any. I'm a fucking idiot. I haven't. Well, seen, we knew that. I haven't seen all of his movies, but the majority that I have seen, none of them were really like, you know. What the Avatar movie was perfection. I don't want to hear. That was James Cameron. Not that Avatar movie, you fucking idiot. The Airbender one. He he made that? Yeah, that's why it sucked. Oh, shit. I never even saw that. Why would you? <laughs> I, I gotta see every M. Night movie. Ah, God. I'm an M. Night Shyamalan stan. <laughs> the last M. Night movie I saw was I saw that, that old one. Which old one? Shut up. Was it in black and white? No, but it was uh, a bunch of people. So it's not that old. It was called Old. Oh. And it was a bunch of people on the beach, and then they just started, like, getting old really fast. And, like, the twist was that the beach resort they were on was actually, like, a medical center. Oh, the old, uh, fuck, what's that movie? Shutter Island. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) The old Shutter Island. Oh, we were actually mentally ill the whole (laughs) time. (laughs) Oh, boy. It, it should really be your own people. Uh, yeah. The people in my head, that is. <laughs> Although he said that, it really be your own people. <laughs> like old-timey. Yeah. Old-timey slang. Um, Hip-hop anonymous. <laughs> so let's... Hip-hop. Let's, hip-hop-opotamus. Hip-hop. hip <laughs> Let's start with the opening credits. <clears throat> yeah, so we went to the movies to see this one because we want to support going to the movies. No, we don't. <laughs> So we want to do current uh, films so people pay attention to us, which involves going to the movies. I know. Um. So, <clears throat> oh god, edit that one out, Chief. Keegan and I brought notebooks into the theater to try and take notes. We didn't realize it would be that hard to do in the dark. Um, Don't we this like I? I knew they were going to turn off the lights, <laughs> you dipshit. <laughs> Fuck you. Um. But yeah, as soon as the opening credits came on, I got a headache. And I don't know if it's because I'm incredibly hungover or if just the way that M. Night put these opening credits up was a fucking headache. It's kind of like a fever dream. Yeah, it was that the letters were so crammed together and it was like it was like a film 
instead of saying a film by M. Night Shyamalan, it was like a film and then by was in between M and Night. So it was like a film M by Night. It was just like trippy. Don't open dead inside. Which right off the bat, I'm like, this is fucking annoying. But uh, not trying to be too fucking, you know, nitpicky here, but, you know, it's fucking irritating. Um, well, I mean, the opening credits are pretty important. They, yeah, they can Presentation be. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, they can also help tell the story. You could do a lot with opening credits. Or you could just slap on, like, a narration monologue over it and then just ruin everything. Ugh. No? You don't like that? No, I'd rather start with a little adopted Chinese girl collecting <laughs> grasshoppers. <laughs> and then Dave Batista emerges <laughs> from the woods. With that awful ADR of his giant feet stomping wanna- in the dirt. <laughs> What are you catching, grasshoppers? It's not picking up. It's like, you're catching grasshoppers? I'm really good at picking up grasshoppers. I can be your friend. He's like, don't shake up the jar, you'll scare them. But I I can be your friend. You can be your friend. He's like, why are you here? He's like, to be your friend. Yeah, I I thought he was like. I have a note that uh, Dave makes a great pedophile. <laughs> I thought he made it, dude. I thought he was fucking retarded for a second. He was like, just oh, just for a second. Just <laughs> well, he was like lost in the woods. He's like, you collecting grasshoppers? I can do that too. Like, he, had, I, he had some moments where I was like, is this character supposed to be autistic or is he just kind of weird? Yeah, like I'm not sure what we're going for. Um, one of one of the one of the bigger things that I hated about this movie was the fucking framing. Oh yeah. I thought the shot composition was fucking like, well, it, the, for, it, the camera was way too close and that was like intentional because it's supposed to make it two things that make a horror movie, like make a shot unsettling is uh, usually either too close, too far kind of thing and Dutch angles. Yeah. And it, M night heard that and was like, okay, great. Do the whole movie like that. Yeah, like the which whole- if you do it too much, it loses the effect. It just starts getting annoying. Well, yeah, he's talking to this little girl about grasshoppers in a fucking Dutch angle. I'm like, uh, and then, okay. did you notice that it kept getting closer and more angled every time it cut in between them? Yeah, it was something and- out of like a like a like an SNL skit. I know, right? It's like it would cut back to him and be like, and then cut back to her, but also it's like I would have liked to. You know, I mean, there's a big size comparison between Dave Batista and a five-year-old little Asian girl. I would have liked to see both of them in the same shot. You know, like, she's so tiny. Just to be next to this big guy collecting grasshoppers, it's like, all right, this also doesn't really have any value. And you're going, like, Dutch angle, close up. Like, dude, like, take a fucking step back for a minute. Like, build some tension. You can still do the Dutch angles and the two close without, you know, exploring... Dave Batista's inner nostrils. <laughs> I saw every gland of sweat. I know. He's like, <laughs> you like grasshoppers. I, grasshopper. I want to be your friend. <laughs> I don't want to be shit And I, it was supposed to be creepy, but it was fucking hilarious how he kept turning and looking into the forest. Yeah. Mid sentence, he would just like turn and be like, <laughs> Yeah. It's like, Did you notice how, like, how intense the mic was? Like, how much it picked every little breath and like lip smack? You could hear uh, yeah. every single, like they were sitting there talking, and he'd look off the woods and be like, <laughs> <laughs> "I mean, I just, I mean, the one thing I noticed was the, um, 
the ADR of his oh the footsteps of his footsteps, dude. It was. I mean, like, he's so fucking big that might have been just the mics picking up and walking I, around. I guess, but it was just like I don't know, whatever. Um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess we just have to jump to when the four fucking people showed up when Ron Weasley showed up. <laughs> Oh, our main antagonists yeah. for people. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a lamer antagonist than for average Joes. I know. That don't even want to be there. Like, he could have so easily made, like, this weird cult. But yeah. instead, it's like, oh, yeah, we're just regular people. Like, yeah. Okay, but that doesn't make a good movie bad guy, you fucking hack. Yeah, I mean, if... I mean, this movie is supposed to be about... These four people who go into this cabin run, you know, that's being used by these, you know, this couple, this gay couple with their adopted daughter for the weekend. And these four really, people uh, stumbling through this. I know. <laughs> I'm not feeling great. Would you, do you want me to explain it? Instead? No, no, there's nothing else to explain. That's a fucking movie. And they just, well, it's not about the four people. Well, I'm saying they go into the cabin and they're like, you have to sacrifice one of you to... The protagonists are the couple and their kid. And then the antagonists are these four random people. Yeah. Who make it no... There's not a moment where you're like, oh, these are these could be weirdos. But no, from the get-go, they're like, we're normal people. Yeah, please. We're just like you. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm a kindergarten teacher. Yeah, he's like, I don't even want to be here. Yeah. So it's... why are you here? Yeah, and then I'm like, why am I here? You're establishing non-motivation. Fuck you, M. Night Shyamalan. That's not how movies work. So yeah, these four people. I think the reason why I'm having trouble explaining the plot is because, again, you can't really... You had trouble understanding the plot like two weeks before we saw the movie. You kept calling me to ask what the movie was about. Because it was like... It was like, you have to sacrifice one of you to, like you know, uh, avoid the apocalypse. And it's like... How does that correlate? And it's still never correlated. Well, religion. You never heard of religious sacrifices? <laughs> I know, but it was just like... It just didn't make sense to me. Well, yeah, but that's besides the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Gee. It's uh, four... See, my my problem was that it wasn't four nutjobs show up and try to sacrifice their kid it was four guys show up and go oh, please yeah, they're like, please please sacrifice your kid so the, the couple the family has to choose one of them to sacrifice and then kill them the four people can't do it themselves or else whatever prophecy is in place yeah uh, can't be fulfilled the world won't be saved so they have to pick one person out of their family and kill them and that is supposed to stop the apocalypse. What it, I didn't see coming was then the antagonists, when when the couple clearly says, no, we're not doing that, they go, okay, and they just sacrifice Ron Weasley. <laughs> they just fucking, he puts a sack over his head, just fucking <laughs> crying, and then he goes, hey, look at me, look at me, I want you to look at me. And then Dave Batista caves his head in with a pickaxe. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, it's like, and you know, and let's stop calling him Ron Weasley, but why Rupert Grint's character? Who the fuck is Rupert? <laughs> Ron Weasley. That was Ron Weasley. Regardless, that's his name. He was kind of the comedic relief no. until he. <laughs> well, he was meant to be. I feel like until he no. fucking died five minutes <laughs> into the movie. 
How about when they first break into the cabin, which takes five <laughs> seconds? Yeah. The whole cabin was made of glass because they just bust through. Well, you know, M. Night had that movie Glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that movie was actually made out of Samuel Jackson's character. <laughs> it was Glass. <laughs> but they bust through, and the second Ron Weasley busts through, uh, the one of the, one of the dads, Andrew, was his name? I don't know. Andrew just starts beating the piss <laughs> yeah. out of him. Dude, giving him the business just like to a point where when he finally stops because the rest of them show up ron weasley like stands back up and he's like oh, oh <laughs> jesus yeah i was like why the fuck did he like oh, and then man. he delivered probably one of the best lines in the movie where he gives this they get the four of them all give this crazy backstory exposition about themselves which we love so much it was so unnecessary Please vomit all of that on especially today. as antagonists i don't want to know that much about the antagonist unless it's like relevant but they're yeah. like i have a daughter my son like my son's name is charlie and I'm he a likes pancakes i'm a nurse yeah i'm a nurse i can help oh my god and she broke into his cab and gave him a concussion i can fix that <laughs> But Ron Weasley's off in the corner. He's like, does any of this fucking matter? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I agree, Ron. I do, yeah, I, I do agree. Like, does any of this? He goes, fine, whatever. He's like, I like long walks on the beach or whatever. And then he, he pauses for a little bit. And then he goes, and my dad used to beat me like Andrew just did. Yeah. <laughs> and I that was the funniest line in the movie. That was Actually, I, I wrote down one of the lines here when they're knocking at the cabin. Like, um, Dave Batista's character is very... Uh, What's the word? I don't know. He's he's trying to just be civil about the whole thing. He's like, please let us in. Like, we don't want to hurt you. We really just want to talk. And then the one of the husbands goes, get off my property. I have a gun. And then you just hear from outside. Ron Weasley just goes, show us what you're packing, daddy. <laughs> show us what you're packing, daddy, Andrew. And then he pulled his dick out. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> That would have made fan. That's the big M. Night Shyamalan twist. twist. The twist is he starts twisting his dick. <laughs> like a candy cane. <laughs> like a candy cane. He starts uh, threading it like a rope. Uh, I, I have a line here. I don't... Oh, it was... Uh, so there was a scene. It was a flashback where, like, they're meeting one of the husband's parents for the first time. And they're just awkwardly sitting, drinking tea in the apartment. And then the mother just goes... I like your fridge. And then it just cuts to them leaving. Can we talk about how those actors got paid to say absolutely nothing? Oh, dude, it's <laughs> <They were> insane. <laughs> they were in there for five seconds. And then it was just awkward. And saying, I like your fridge. I like your fridge. Like hard and the cuts dad is just like, I don't approve of gay people. I hate homos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it I just thought was pointless dialogue. I mean, there was the whole, there was a whole cycle here that I, that I, I noticed. It was... Dave Batista going, you have to make a choice. And then they said, and then they said no. And then they killed someone. And then they put on the TV to show that the apocalypse was happening. And then the, Dave Batista says, make a choice. No. They kill another person. Put the TV on and show them what's happening to the world. And then they put on the TV and it was just like airplanes falling from the sky, which was fucking hilarious, by the way. Unintentionally. Yeah. Just fucking... Well, uh, we could also mention um, the 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 husbands uh, ape together strong line. Oh God, <laughs> they're really? like together, 
Together, always. You lifted this straight up from fucking Caesar and Planet of the Apes. Ape, ape strong together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why did I don't know if this was explained or not. I, I might have missed it. Why did they have medieval tools? I, I don't. That part. You know what made it even worse is that they all are having visions, and that's why they're doing this. The weapons are part of their visions. They're like, I built my weapon just like my vision told me. So God's telling you how to weld together a pickaxe and a hammer? <laughs> like, God taught you how to make a yeah, mace? It's like, I, I would have liked to learn a little more about that. Like, let, let's see one of the visions. Let's see why you're making these tools. Well, they, they made it a point to make these, like, weapons really, you know, visually striking, only to not show you them using it on each other. Like, we never, every time they killed one of them... It, yeah, it was all. It was off like off screen. to the side of the screen, which might have been. I'll give M Night Shyamalan the benefit of the doubt here. That might have been a studio thing. Yeah, that's one of those. Like, um, can you just edit out the yeah, all, all the, the blood and guts yeah. out of this horror movie? Yeah, every, we want to market this to kids. Yeah, like every single death. I think there was f- five deaths. Or I mean, well, yeah, there's five. They well, were there's all, seven characters, and two of them live. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> they were they were all off screen, which kind of pissed me off. I mean, yeah, I get it could be a studio thing. I mean, fucking show one of them. Even at the end where, like, you know, the husband fucking shoots the other one. It's like they still just show, like, a wide shot of the exterior of the cabin. Yeah, just bang. hearing gunshots and fucking birds fly away. Bang. And he's like, Andrew, no. no. Together strong. Ape together strong. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what about... What about that, uh, yeah, spoiler alert here, by the way. We've been spoiling um, it. <laughs> I know. Uh, so at the end of the movie, like, Dave Batista's the only one left. And he goes, please make the sacrifice. And they're like, no. He goes, okay. Well, I'm the one that's next. So when I die, you only have a few minutes to make your choice. And they're like, okay. And then he just, like, he's got a knife up to his wrist while he's like giving his last speech and I'm like oh okay he's he's gonna fucking slit his wrists and he just brings a knife up to his neck and just slits his own throat off screen but it shows his chest while he does it and you just see this horribly cgi'd blood just pour down his fucking shirt less of a pour more of a trickle <laughs> No, dude, remember his whole shirt went like... Yeah, like, but it was like... It, like one-sixteenth the amount of blood it should have been. Yeah. You cut your head in half like that. That's a lot more blood than like... Yeah. Looked like he had like a bloody nose. Yeah, that's true. And then there was a CGI when they're driving away from well, the cabin. how about we stay on the dialogue for a second, ADD guy? Go for Fucking it. Fucking ADD Allen over here skips straight to the end of the movie. <laughs> Five minutes into talking. I hate this fucking movie. Um, the the dialogue it it gets goofier. Um, there's a whole scene where all these murderers are really concerned that the two people they want to kill think that they're killing them because they're gay. Yeah. Like, oh, we're not homophobic. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. Like, why? We're, we're 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 really like like we're really normal people. I love gay people. Yeah, and it's like, what did what the fuck are we doing here? What is happening? Like. Uh, the, 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 why are these yeah, like it, murderers they're, they're bad they're horror movie antagonists i don't care yeah. if they don't like gay people like you have to kill 
someone like but we're really progressive we're not, we're not doing this because yeah. you're gay I, I was waiting for dave batista to just be like i, I, I love homos i was waiting for me to say i hate homos <laughs> i'm doing this because you're gay yeah <laughs> that would have been great if they were all like we're not doing this and then ron weasley's like wait we're not doing this because they're gay <laughs> wait what the fuck he just drops the tool and leaves that's what dude i signed up for a gay bashing movie. This <laughs> yeah. is bullshit well the original uh, script idea for it. The original pitch was a bunch of people beat a bunch of homos in the woods. Do <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> want to go into the woods and beat up some you homos? Like, hey, you want to go out in the woods beat up homos? Hell yeah, man. Oh, I love hell yeah. I love me a good gay bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How about them Henderson queers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Hendersons, they live over on Pine. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was just goofy. It's like, I don't know why they spent so much time. Uh, shout out Rob for blowing the lead while we're doing yeah. this. Um, um, what was I saying? We were talking about uh, gay bashing. <laughs> oh. Um, no, you're saying it got goofier and goofier. It, like, it was like every line of dialogue. It was just, it was just weird. It was like the... Oh, no, I, I don't understand why they spent so much time... Like humanizing the antagonists in yeah. a horror movie. Like the less you know, generally the less you know about a horror movie bad guy, the scarier he is. Yeah. But like there's they spend like twenty minutes explaining to me how Dave Batista's a gym teacher. Yeah. And now he's hunting down this little girl who I know he can't kill. And it's acting like I'm gonna be like tense. Worried. It's like he's he's like she's like trying to run out yeah. of the cabin and he's like hunting her down, but I know he's not going to kill her. Yeah, you know she cannot get hurt. And I know that he's a fucking gym teacher. (laughs) He's like, I love kids. I love kids so much. Yeah. This guy isn't scary. Why would I be scared of him in your horror movie? You have fundamentally failed. I also wouldn't even call this a horror movie. I don't even know what genre It's supposed to be. It it had all the horror movie tropes. Cabin in the Woods. Two homos. Yeah, two, two homos. <laughs> bunch of homos. You know, every horror movie has a bunch of homos. Fucking in the woods. <laughs> Banging in the woods. Yeah. Asian daughter collecting grasshoppers. <laughs> yeah, man. That, every single horror movie yeah. I've ever watched had two but guys banging like, in the woods. Literally, this is... They actually all lined up, all four antagonists, had each one step forward one by one and just oh, vomit God. backstory on you. Like... My name's Sabrina. <laughs> I'm a nurse. And oh, like God. legitimately textbook like, how yeah, not to do that. How to not make a movie by M. Night Shyamalan. That's especially, the twist. Especially antagonists. Like, I know. Antagonists don't Dude, need. That's like if in No Country for Old Men, Anton oh, Chigurh was like, what's the most you ever lost in a coin toss? The most I lost was $73. You see, I'm from Boise, Idaho. I've got four daughters. You want to see them? I'm actually a really good guy. He's still holding that gas tank up to his head. Look at the pictures. I'm actually a really good guy. I do community service on the weekends. Yeah. Like, you are a movie bad guy. I cut, Stop I making my me own feel hair. good I cut, I cut, uh, I cut the hair of the disenfranchised youth in my area. Yeah. The community center. Uh, but like why did they make the bad guys of the movie so goody two shoes yeah because that it was a huge point it was like how oh they're normal people okay but normal people aren't scary yeah why the fuck are you making them normal people dude i just love how every time 
They would like bludgeon someone's head with a pickaxe. And then Dave Batista's like, turn on the television. <laughs> turn on the turn on the TV. And then it's like an well, earthquake. First he He's d- like, see, see what you made me do. First- <laughs> <laughs> Look what you made me do. <laughs> Goddamn freaking homos. <laughs> Can we uh, I I <laughs> Oh we gotta we gotta mention how fucking weird it is that M Night Shyamalan made a movie where a bunch of crazy pseudo Christians have to sacrifice gay people to save the world. Can we talk about how weird that is, dude? That's like a conservative wet dream. They're like, oh, oh, I'm cranking my hog to this movie. Damn homos causing the apocalypse. We should kill them all. Don't stop at one, dude. I would love to see him like pitch that to his studio and be like just read it and i could just see him sitting there waiting for them to be done and they're like what the fuck <laughs> are you out of your fucking yeah, get the fuck out of my office it's like jim's gay over here yeah what the hell man yeah come on <laughs> you fucking bigot no 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 no, no. but like uh, there's a scene where they talk about how none of them are homophobic Oh, oh okay okay that's fine here's a here's a hundred thousand million dollars yeah <laughs> you know what i actually um i looked up the budget it was this movie was 20 million to make obviously because oh. it just took place in a fucking cabin yeah well you needed all that cgi planes <laughs> yeah. <down> <laughs> you, you telling me that cgi 50 foot wave yeah right wasn't good um yeah, and it, it, so far it made forty million, so it did double its budget. That's not hard when your budget is fucking peanuts, yeah, right. dude. And you could tell the CGI in this movie was oh painful. My God, there's a scene where the like we're not joking, planes are falling out of the sky. Yeah, like, that's like, a, that's one of the consequences uh, for them not killing their Asian daughter. Yeah. Um, Planes are falling out of the sky, and and on the TV, there's, like, a group of people on someone's porch, like, oh, my God, and the planes are falling out of the sky, but none of them are reacting to them. Yeah, yeah, because they're not there. They're they're not looking in the right spot. They're just looking off in the distance, like, huh, holy shit. Yeah, those planes are coming down. Yeah, oh, and it's, like, actively. behind them. Like, you hear, and they're like, huh, well, this is quite the... Quite the bother. Yeah, this is crazy. And they're not even looking at it. They're like looking up in the air like, huh. Yeah, it's like, hey, huh. M. Night, why don't you direct your fucking actors? Why don't you tell them to look at something and yeah. then you look CGI at that, look, the yeah, plane look at that, into where they're looking? See that cloud up there in the shape of a turtle? Look at that cloud. That's where it's going to go. Now imagine that cloud just hit the ground. Yeah. All right. Now I'm going to CGI a plane yeah. following that trajectory that yeah. you're looking at. Like, not They're all looking difficult. left and the plane's on the right. It's like, <laughs> it's like fucking idiot. <laughs> Uh, the the ugly ass CGI car ride at the end. Oh god! They're like driving, and it's like it's like they put a camera at the end of a bumper, and then yeah. like like put a paper cutout of them in a car over it. <laughs> oh, dude, the windshield wipers were CGI. Yeah. It was so fucking fake. I'm like, I feel like they were in a cartoon. <laughs> like what the fuck it is feel, this? It, it looked like M Night just like strapped the camera to his chest and then ran <laughs> down the street and then was like, "We'll put a car in post. Don't worry about it." <laughs> um. Oh, speaking of that. Uh. Yeah. So they kill they kill Ron Weasley and then Dave Bautista's like, "Put the TV on." <laughs> so it's like this tsunami, and the news lady's like, "This is this is footage of the tsunami." 
and it's like on this guy's phone and then like they're in the water i'm like how did they get that footage how did they get that guy's phone were they live like was it a live feed to the news station some guy's phone yeah you do that i don't think so (laughs) can you even do that and then it like cut back to it remember it cut back to just Well, I like how they were like, don't worry, we evacuated Hawaii. And then it cuts to a guy walking around Hawaii with his Yeah. It's like, okay, so everyone but that guy. Yeah, fuck right. that guy. Don't worry, everyone's safe and sound except for Frank. He can go fuck himself. Yeah, we don't like Frank. Frank's a fucking dick. Frank goes out in the woods and beats up homos. What an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. This, um... Yeah, th- this movie was it was really repetitive, uh, and you know it, it really got just stale and boring after a while. It, it just became. I have insane. a note here that right after antagonist being scared makes bad bad guys. Mm-hmm. I just wrote boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so like yeah, not, that's what it was. It just got fucking boring, it, and it stayed boring throughout. And you know what? I'll give it that. It was consistently boring. Yeah. Well, Consistence, con- man. It's all you need. Congrats, M. Night. You you made a. Uh, you you want to talk about the big story. M. Night twist? Oh, the big M. Night twist. He did it the, again. You guys he did it again. The big M. Night. Twist? We all know. We all know M. Night and his big twists. Yeah, famous for his big. Famous. Twists. Every movie has one. Oh yeah, like like the movie Signs with Mel Gibson. The big twist with the alien invasion is that they don't like the rain. Oh, I thought, like I thought water. it was that, I thought it was that Mel Gibson hates Jews. <laughs> <laughs> is that not the twist in that movie? Imagine him kicking the door into this movie. <laughs> I hate Jews I hate and homos. <laughs> Kicks the door. Are these guys Jews? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. All right, then I, I'm out of here. I got the wrong B and B address. <laughs> Damn, I got the wrong cottage in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> really hard to find Jews out in these woods, huh? <laughs> Dude, I would love to see a movie of just like Mel Gibson with like. Just a spiked bat trying to look for Hunting Jews. down Jews. <laughs> like smelling the dirt. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter, but it's Mel Gibson Jew hunter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that that spiked bat that that guy Negan uses in The Walking Dead? Yeah. <laughs> He's just using one of those. Well, back to it. But it's just like in the middle of like Idaho. Yeah. Where are the Jews? Where are the Jews? Where are the Jews? <laughs> The big M Night twist. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we got a little sidetrack. Yeah, there. Sidetracked with Mel Gibson. Big M Night twist this time around is that there is no twist. There is everything no happens twist. exactly like they said it was going to, and they really made a point to show that off when he's rifling through their the surviving father is rifling through their car. And he's like, "Wow, she really was a nurse." Yeah. Oh, he really did uh, work for a gas station. Oh, he really was a ge- like. Did you think that oh, was yeah, the point they were yeah, lying about? Yeah, I didn't about? know why he was looking at all that shit. <laughs> it was to show that they were telling the truth, but that's not the part we thought they were lying about. We yeah. thought they were lying about what was going to happen if they don't. Dude, kill you know what's fucking nuts? I believed them the whole way through. I I never doubted them. Yeah, so like, like for a he second. was like, I'm a gym teacher, and she's like, I am a nurse. Because like, okay, and- because there wasn't enough mystery around it. It was they were too honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like you know the hateful eight. They did yeah. the same thing. They're stuck in a cabin with all these guys that you don't know who they are. But at least you knew. You're like, yeah, these guys. Something's fucking going <laughs> down with these guys. Something's weird. Well, if they were like a religious cult, and they were, and it was kind of up in the air if anything anything they were saying was true, it'd be one thing. 
but they're like begging them to kill one of their family members being like yeah. please we're just normal people you have to do this yeah. okay if they were like some spooky cult and they all had like robes on and they were like oh they only spoke latin i don't know fucking yeah, yeah. like anything other than that then i would like be, be like okay maybe they are just a weird like like cult where you know maybe dave batista just kind of convinced these people to follow him and now they're in the woods and and they 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 try to cut off like the help like they yeah. try to cut off the the outside world except for the tv like it should have they shouldn't even show them the tv they should have just been like yep that happened yeah or like here's a radio broadcast like the fact we're seeing it it's like okay so i believe them yeah i, I never to, doubted like, them they tried to cast doubt by having the the lawyer dad be like oh that, that's an old broadcast that already happened that was recorded yesterday this wasn't live yeah. <laughs> but it's like why does why do we even have to see it then yeah like can you are there no other ways to keep a little bit of mystery keep a little bit of doubt yeah, because I, uh, you know, again, when you believe them all the way through, your antagonists have no mystery. You just, there's there was nothing. We knew too much about the antagonist. It was like, it would have been stupid to not believe them. Yeah. The know? only reason, the only reason I didn't believe them, because I thought that was going to be the twist. Was that, oh, they were lying the whole time. But the, I would have preferred that, to yeah. be honest. I mean, the, the twist was that the four of them, um... Were what? What the fuck were they? They represented um oh the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Like they were the representation of that, and and or they, they had to die in yeah. order to convince one of the dads to finally yeah let but you get killed. And then you saw in like a quick flashback of each of them throughout the movie, um, what they which which one they represented. But I wouldn't even really call that a twist. It's just like, oh, okay, that's no. Their- that, that's why the twist is that there is no twist. They were all telling the truth. There wasn't a moment where anybody yeah. was lying, which is fucking boring as shit. I'm a gym teacher. Okay, it's boring. He really was a gym teacher. It's okay. boring because we never doubted them. Like, yeah. it should have been that we were doubting them the whole time, and then at the end, it reveals that they were telling the truth. I think it would like, have been there's a there's a scene where the dads right I think it's right after Dave Batista dies. The dads are outside and a plane falls behind one of them. Yeah. They see it falling like into the woods. That would have been the perfect moment to reveal that what they're saying is telling they were they were telling the truth. Yeah. That that plane should have been the the first and only time we took them seriously. But the fact we were taking them seriously the whole time it ruined it. Yeah. They, they could have just right there should have been mystery all the way up until that and then like okay oh this shit's real there should have been an m night twist but there wasn't because he's yeah, a which dick just makes it a boring fucking movie which by the way can we talk about m night twists real quick Ugh. if every movie you do has a twist in it do any of them really have twists in it yeah right like, <laughs> like you, it's like oh what's the that's like those who done it movies oh yeah. just waiting to find out who did it like yeah. who, well, it's, it's got to be one of them yeah like who gives a fuck uh it, it's a shtick I, I don't know how the guy still has a career <laughs> i know because here's the thing he he had like the sixth sense with bruce willis like that was a, a you know it's a great twist great twist Dead the whole time yeah, I, I I honestly, I mean, I saw it a long time ago. I did not see it coming. Nope. Did not see that twist coming. And then you rewatch, and there's little hints yeah, all the time. Like that's, that's 
It was a go. good fucking movie. That was like, uh, you know, the pinnacle of twists ever. Unusual suspects. Oh, same God, same deal. Movie. You have no idea the whole time. And then you you watch it again. You pick up on little things like, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Or how, how behind the cop, there's all the things they're reading. Yeah. The Kobayashi's on the mug. Yeah, it was all bullshit. Yeah. But... Like, if every single one of your movies has some weird groundbreaking twist, none of them do. It's like a, like a rule of, like, thumb. Like, yeah, you do something the same way every time, it, it loses the, the, the spectacle, the illusion. Yeah, it gets fucking played out, you know? And now, like, I'm trying to think of his other movies. I mean, yeah, there was Sixth Sense, there were signs where, like, these aliens were attacking. and Which was fucking dog shit to yeah. fuck that movie. Uh, he had After Earth. Ugh. <laughs> you don't like After Earth? I didn't catch that one. The big twist at the end is that uh, they're on Earth. Like Planet of the Apes? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, same twist. And that movie was... Do you ever? Have you ever heard about that movie? Anything about it? That's a Will Smith one. Yeah. yeah Will I, Smith and his son, Jaden. Yeah, I heard they like crash land on a... On a planet. On a planet. Turns out to be Earth. Spoiler alert. Uh, but they, M. Night wanted them to have, like, a futuristic dialect. Okay. So they had, like, vocal coaches teach them how to, like, pr- like, they tried to, like, come up with an accent that didn't exist. So it just sounds fucking terrible. Will Smith is like, oh, what you doing? And it's like, what accent are you doing? Uh, Jesus Christ. It's fucking hilarious. They're on Earth, Ooh. dude. But like, I mean, it's in the title, f- jerk off. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking I, you, fucking hack. I'm also like, I really love the original Planet of the Apes movies. Uh, I, I really do. And like, dude, at the end, man, when he's fucking just sees like the Statue of Liberty just like, like, oh God. sticking out of the sand. He's like, oh God. <laughs> And you're like, oh shit! But I mean, like, I mean, I even liked the the remakes. The remakes were good. I didn't see all the remakes. I saw the first one with James Franco. They were uh, they were they were decent. I liked them. Which was, I think, my favorite part of it is that James Franco just disappears after the first one, completely vanishes. Well, don't they? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't like because the virus spread. Yeah, because I remember at the they end never of- say that he dies though. Oh, really? He just complete, he literally vanishes off the face of the planet. <laughs> I think like Caesar like finds a picture of him and he's like, oh, <laughs> sad monkey noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he goes man. to hang out with M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, that guy's a fucking ape too. <laughs> well, I don't think we're ever gonna see James Franco in anything ever again. He got me too, right? Yeah, bad. Well, you know, stop diddling each other, you assholes. Yeah, right? Like, Remember, kids, consent is sexy. It, it's bad to the point where even Seth Rogen is like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Like, I don't want to work with you anymore. You're too fucking creepy. I'm going to go film Pineapple Express, too. Yeah, without you, because you keep diddling uh, girls. <laughs> Ginger ale. <laughs> Yeah, poor Charlie here has a tummy ache. Yeah, I don't feel good after last night. I was hanging out with Cook. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I had like two conversations with that guy. 
And Cook was this heavy, heavy accented Irish no, he wasn't. kid who was a theater major who I met last night. He was from Northport. He didn't have an accent. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He was like, oh, what are you here last year for St. Patrick's Day? It was off the fucking chain. Why does your Irish have like a hint of African in it? <laughs> hey, man. That's Jamaican, you fucking moron. <laughs> hey, man. I'm from Africa, man. I'm from Africa, man. You want to go gay bash in the woods? <laughs> you Africa. You want to go beat up homos in the jungle? <laughs> I recruited one guy. It's his Mel Gibson. <laughs> Me and this guy Mel are going to go gay bash in the hey, woods. Hey, you guys have any Jews in this place? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean there's no Jews in Africa? <laughs> Put me back on the boat. I'm out of here. <laughs> what the matter, Mel? <laughs> He's the worst accent I've ever heard. Come on, man. Oh my god, dude. Oh, I'm gonna piss. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, you know what sucks, too, is my notes kind of end halfway through the movie. Because I told you, it's a cycle. At the end, it just kind of plateaued, and it just kind of like... Yeah. It just teetered on in mediocrity. And you know what, though? I didn't give a fuck who was going to get sacrificed. Because one of the husbands wound up shooting the other. Because one of the husbands was like, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I want to die. He's like, I want to do this. And you know what? Just just let me think of a they, happy uh, memory. They, they George and Lenny'd him. Yeah. He was thinking yeah. of the rabbits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was just like... Okay, and, and dude, I didn't even know he got shot for a well, sec. Well, if they showed it, then... Uh, yeah, they, yeah. again, even they showed it off screen, and it was just... Then it cuts back, and he's just laying there dead. The guy's like, Andrew, Andrew! No, it cuts right to the treehouse. He, like, climbs into the treehouse where the daughter is, and, he's, and she's like, did you save everyone? And he just starts crying in the fetal position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Oh, and can we talk about KC and the Sunshine Band? <laughs> Fuck that. I don't want to talk about it. You do it. <laughs> I can't. So there's a, a quick pointless flashback of, you know, the husbands and the daughter in the car. And they're listening to the radio. And it's a song by KC and the Sunshine Band. Well, how did it go again? I don't know. <laughs> It was the, the every time it happened, my brain shut off. Yeah, was, <laughs> I turned into a dribbling moron. Well, anyway, so they're all like singing together, and it's like, oh, what a happy memory! And then at the end, after that husband dies, they're in the car together, the remaining husband and the daughter, and that <laughs> song, husband. the remaining, the last stand, the last, husband. The last stand, and husband, the victory royale, yeah. husband. <laughs> so. He, they start up this truck and that song comes on on the radio and it's like oh wow because that's a call back and then like the dad turns it off because he's like I can't it's like it reminds me of my husband I can't and then the daughter puts it on and just like looks at her dad and then the daughter turns it off and then the father puts it back on <laughs> 
And it's like, are you going to listen to this fucking song or not? If so, just drive the fucking truck. (laughs) And then they just drove off into the sunset. The CGI sunset. What a happy ending. Yay. You know what, M. Night? I'm giving this fucking, I'm giving this boring shit a fucking three out of (laughs) ten. Two thumbs down. Two thumbs down from this guy. That shot, the shot when they do the flashbacks, first of all, horribly unnecessary. I, I didn't. There was no reason for any they, of those flashbacks. They had to do flashbacks. The whole movie was filler. Well, yeah, but they had <laughs> to do flashbacks because they decided that they couldn't leave the cabin for any reason. And instead of just putting character moments within the cabin, they had to do flashbacks to yeah. random pointless points of their life. Um, But that one was especially weird because the the framing of it one of the husbands wasn't in frame i know it was the, driving the, me the fucking daughter nuts. who is sitting in the middle of them is off to the left and then it's solely focused on mind hunter guy whose name i can't remember jared J- J- the, yeah the guy from mind hunter yeah the Groff. mind hunter jonathan groff yeah the mind hunter yeah i guess yeah he hunts for mines okay what a guy and it's just it's solely on him and I don't know, it, like, made it weirder than it had to be. Because, like, it goes from being, like, a happy family moment to just focusing on him so hard. Maybe maybe he was so happy when they were singing, and maybe it was focused on him more, because it was foreshadowed. Well, it was his memory. It was, he was the one remembering it. I know why they did it. Uh, It was just a terrible choice. (laughs) It just made it it so weird, because it's so focused on him, and it's, like, such a forced moment. I know. Like, like... There's nothing I hate more than when, like, y- you get a dog shit character and the act, you could tell the actor is just fucking gritting their teeth to get through the scene yeah. and, like, muster up some fake, like, uh, uh, what's the word? Like, uh, chemistry between characters. Because, yeah. like, they're, like, just singing this song and they're, like, pretending to be a happy family. And they're clearly three complete strangers. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not. And, and then there's a scene. They all jump in the fucking lake off the dock, and like the other mine hunter guy's like, "Wait, I'm coming too!" And he like runs up to the dock, and he's wearing like all of his clothes. I mean, the guy's just gonna fucking run and jump in the lake. And he like runs up to the end. He's like, "Oh wait, hold on!" And like takes off his shoes, puts his phone in his shoe, and I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna fucking yeah, take his shirt off and everything." And then he just waits there. He's like, uh, uh, and just like uncomfortably like also jumps in with like. All of his clothes on, belt, pants, tucked in shirt. I'm like, dude, this is just fucking... Why am I watching this? What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. Nothing meant anything in this movie. It was fucking boring. It was dull there's, and um, bland and repetitive. There's this trend with uh, movies I've noticed and people that watch movies where if the movie isn't like real life, people will get mad. But it's like, that's not something I want to see in a movie. Like, why not just make him jump in? I didn't, for a second, think, oh, what about his phone? Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, what an, what an unnecessary thing to include. Like, yeah, is it realistic? Sure. But at what cost? Like, yeah. I don't care enough. Well, what about <laughs> his car keys? Wouldn't his car oh, keys he was wearing his, his shoes. Like, I wouldn't have thought two seconds about it. Yeah. And it wasn't like a character moment. And you know like, what? Like, the guy's man? a little neurotic, but. But also, like, if I was that little Asian girl. 
and my you're gay parents. Little, you're not a little Asian girl. And with gay my parents. gay parents took me to a lake. I would remember being in the water and seeing my dad just fucking running, like dressed shoes on. Like that's funny. Like yeah. that's fun. And and you just kind of like take that slightly potential moment and just kind of pull your asshole out and, and shit on it. And. It's a movie. Like, just go for the dramatic, gushy shit. Like, yeah, who cares? everything in movies should be heightened to a a, a level of, that's worth watching. Yeah, you have to go all in with every scene, whether it's violent or whether it's uh, you know scary or like gushy. You know, yeah, like, I'm here to see a show. Like, yeah. there's no point in showing me something that's real. Yeah, like, like I don't understand these people that get mad when something's not realistic. It's like, okay, but everything outside is realistic. I go to the movie theater to see unrealistic shit. Yeah. I'm trying to watch, like, like a, a robot beat up another robot. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, I'm not, like, yeah, that would never happen. But, I don't give a shit, yeah, though. It, it <laughs> so would not, never happen, but I I'm not like, watching a documentary. I don't care. I'm not here to see Jane Goodall molest a gorilla. I'm here to watch <laughs> gorillas uh, beat up Gary Oldman. Yeah. <laughs> And and shoot machine guns at each other. Hell yeah! Like uh, fuck me. Yeah, it's, it's very um. Yeah, it's just I I hate when they they like think like that. Like oh well, it, he has to take his phone out of his pocket. Oh, it comes it comes from a place where something has to be believable. But I think where they mess up is something can be believable within a movie that isn't necessarily yeah how it is in real life like if you establish rules within your movie as it like a different universe it makes sense like uh i don't know like like i robot uh, we don't have robots walking around being our butlers yeah cutting okay, but up in this cucumbers yeah, but <laughs> but in this universe yeah okay robots walk around they do things and yeah. i can i can believe that without it being yeah you know, because unbelievable. If, because if you're establishing that world Right off the bat, I'm like, okay, that's just their world. I'm going to roll with this now. I'm, I'm never at a point where I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. That's not how I do things. Yeah, that robot can't wash off that cucumber because wouldn't the water make the robot break? And then it would, like, I'm not, you know. Like, no, because they're in a world where robots are pretty advanced to yeah. the point where they can walk around and do stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they made them waterproof. That, that's not a stretch of the imagination. Yeah, what the fuck was that movie, by the way? Those things freaked me out. I mean, I, I thought was it was kid. fantastic. <laughs> I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying, dude, those their faces. There was a just- there was like a dystopian cyberpunk thing going on to it, where it was kind of supposed to creep you out. But it wasn't like one of them bad. Like that was the thing. He had- one of them was like rogue. Yeah, I remember. One of them was uh, he like gained sentience. Yeah, I just remember <laughs> like Will Smith was like looking in that whole room of like mm. hundreds of them and then he just like looked at one and was like you and it just went <laughs> and just like just, just took off running yeah. oh god <laughs> gotta get mel gibson in there with i didn't bat. like the, what creeped me out is when like like they were like crawling all over stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they're on the, they're on the highway and they're just crawling all over his car like mm, hello yeah dude it was like what i'm the- trying to save you yeah <laughs> Yeah, the movie was a trip. Yeah, um, dude. Then that house like blew up or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, there was the whole. See, that's a good like mystery movie. Yeah, like that's a good. I you know who done it? That's a that's a very simple format to a movie. Who done it? Yeah, and Will Smith is a detective, so he's gonna find out who done it. There you go. Yeah, dude, I should watch that again. 
I got it on DVD. I just, I'm not a big. You want to spin it up? Now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. We love you. Yeah, we love all of our viewer. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Don't you talk about my mother like that? <laughs> this is for her. <laughs> um, speaking of funny screams, uh, do you want to talk about Dave Batista's little moment? After he kills the fir- after he kills Ron Weasley, he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, and he runs to the bathroom. And he goes and to he- throw up. All you hear is, ah! <laughs> yeah, dude. He was literally, you like, <laughs> but the weird thing is like, okay, so Ron Weasley gets like caved in with like a wrench or something or some kind of flail. And then like. I don't know. We didn't see it. Yeah, so yeah it was anybody. off screen. But anyway, so someone kills him and then Dave Batista like finishes it off by like hitting him with a pitchfork <laughs> and it's like he was already yeah, they, dead they hit him like four times yeah <laughs> like so why are you doing like, my man ron like yes yeah, so he was like expecto patronum <laughs> and just like he said harry yeah. <laughs> he said you're not a wizard anymore and then just like caved him in stabbed him like 40 times and then dave batista's like oh man runs to the bathroom and just oh it's like, dude, what also, the fuck, man? Also, like, I, th- I thought it was hilarious that every time Dave Batista had to sacrifice one of his, like, co-workers, he, uh... Co-workers? <laughs> that's what he called them. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, remember when she was, the little girl, like, when he first shows up, his little girl's like, are those your friends? And he's like, eh, not really. He's like, they're more like co-workers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why couldn't he just say yes? <laughs> Like she's four. He's, he's to explain <laughs> the in- intricacies of, of adult well, relationships. They're not really my friends. They're well, co workers. Which well, now we're gonna have to go into this it, game. It's kind it's kinda like how wrestlers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we look like we're friends for the show, but you know, we don't hang out after work. Do you watch wrestling? Do you watch I'm, wrestling? I'm Dave Batista. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone. Yeah. I'm actually Dave Batista. <laughs> but right now I'm an actor. <laughs> I'm playing a role. <laughs> Are you in this movie too? What's your real name? <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> if Dave Batista just <laughs> I'm not actually I'm not actually this guy. Uh yeah, so every time he like had to sacrifice one of them, he uh he would like really respectfully like put a blanket over them and like carry them in the next room yeah, he's I'll like bring this one over here except for ron weasley who he just dragged out <laughs> yeah. onto the porch <laughs> dude and, and he wouldn't stop dragging him he goes let me get this body oh, out of here dude. and you just watch him like go window past window like just on the, the wrap around and, the, and the annoying adr sound effect was like yeah. <laughs> oh my god and you just heard <laughs> <laughs> It's like, why was that necessary? Maybe because he was like the asshole character. He wasn't even that much of an asshole. Like, even as he died, he was like, oh, dude, I'm fucking scared, dude. Like, oh, man. And what what did they keep saying? Like, part of the world has been judged. Uh, part of humanity has yeah. been judged. Yeah. And that was like they're saying. And then, like, something would happen and they would fucking. But again, just the repetitiveness of this was just like, all right. <laughs> They could have switched it up. They kind of switched it up for the third one. She just gets shot. I thought so. He's like in the back of the car, like getting the gun. One of the dads, and then the the one of the chicks is trying to stop him. But you know they can't kill them, or else the prophecy gets all messed up. 
So she's just kind of jabbing him in the ribs. Yeah, with like a pitchfork. She's <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> the end of like a shovel. She's like, come on, stop, come on. And he's like yeah. loading a pistol. He's like. <laughs> and then he like falls back and he fires off a shot. And since the whole movie, they were killing people off screen. I thought he just domed her. Yeah. <laughs> Which would have been fantastic. But uh, then it like cuts back and it like the bullet holes like in the ceiling of the car. And she's like, oh my God. Yeah, she's like, And then she like ran away. Like really weird. That was so fun. She just took off. Yeah, she was like right into the woods. She's like, oh god. (laughs) Yeah, and then she like comes sprinting back into the cabin to tackle him and shoots her anyway. You know what it looked like? It looked like she didn't even stop running. It looked like she did like a really big (laughs) circle. (laughs) And then she ended up like running through the door and she (laughs) didn't even realize it. She was like, "Ah!" She's running like that (laughs) iRobot. And she just like accidentally lined up with the back door and ran in. What's going <laughs> yeah. on in here? And he just blows her away. Yeah, he shoots her in the stomach. And she had that. And again, the framing of this movie. I don't know if he was trying to be unsettling, but it just came off like as for like, most of it. He looked was. like a really bad student film. There was just zero <laughs> well, shot yeah, composition. But when she gets shot, she like drops down to her knees, and then it's like only her forehead is in frame. <laughs> And it's there for like a second, like until she like collapses. Yeah, it's it's uh, the framing was like if M Night like watched like a uh, like a YouTube video of how to make a horror movie, and they were like Dutch angles make thing unsettling, and and pushing in zooming in too close makes it unsettling. And then he was like, okay, I'll just do that the entire time. Yeah. Also, let's get one thing straight here: M Night Shyamalan is not a good actor. <laughs> He keeps putting himself in these fucking movies. Cute little cameos. Yeah. Like, even him, like, running his Food Network show, I didn't buy him as a host. He's like, man, oh, man. And that's how he makes some great fried chicken (laughs) without feeling so guilty. Like, what? What did he call it? Wasn't he like, like, "Mm, crispy and golden brown? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Fucking get him. (laughs) Sacrifice him. Bring, bring me a Mike Shyamalan. I'm gonna break his fucking legs. <laughs> Tell him to bring that bucket of chicken. <laughs> and um, what is with the buckets of chicken? This is the second movie in a row we've watched where there's a bucket of chicken joke. Yeah. <laughs> what oh, the fuck shit. is happening? All right. Um, Wait. Actually, our first one was you people. I'm pretty sure there were some fried chicken jokes. Okay. In that. Well, listen. That, that, now you're now you're teetering on the racist line, right? Just because no. the movie's got black people in it. It's got no, I'm saying, dude. I'm not gonna rewatch <laughs> it, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and then Black Adam. Some, somebody in our audience, go watch you people and tell if there's any fried chicken jokes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Man, just when I thought there was going to be an episode where we're not picking on black people, here we are. <laughs> oh, yeah, come on, it's a movie about black guys, of course. Why, why, do, chicken in there. why do you sound like Beetlejuice? <laughs> oh, God. oh, come on. Oh, you come sound on. like Beetlejuice. Say my name three times. Say my name three times. I'll give you a bucket of chicken. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, hey, come here. Oh, yo, come here. Come on, man. Wear the same shirt. <laughs> Come on, I like hip hop too. Yeah. Beetle orange, beetle. Oh, come on, listen to my podcast about the culture. Yeah, <laughs> just say the name. <laughs> oh my god! Fuck! What were we talking about? Shit my pants. Oh, we have to sidetrack in this episode so much because nothing happened. In this I know. Movie. It's worth talking. We're about. talking about his awful cameos. Oh yeah. 
fuck him. Yeah, his cameo in Old was like when they were on that private resort and they were like, you know, aging really fast. They kept looking over onto a cliff and they see like a little blurry figure with like binoculars and it's like M. Night. And then at the end, he's like, I should make a movie about this. (laughs) At the end, he was like, all right, well, all of our records show that, you know, the medicine hasn't. It was some dumb shit. I don't know. Fuck that movie. But um, what did he do for uh, signs? I haven't seen signs in song. He probably played the fucking cop. I don't know. You know what would have been funny? If like when it revealed that they were aliens, if they all looked like M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> that crispy and golden bro. Crispy and golden <laughs> Get this guy. Get him. Get, bring me that fucking bucket of chicken. Yeah. Dude, you know what it is, man? It's like, here's the thing. Every director for the most part, like every like good director kind of has like not a shtick, but like they got a style. Yeah. They got, they got like a style. Here's the thing. Signature. He, yeah, yeah. Like, but he has none of that except he's like, I'll just keep trying to do like twists in my movies. And it's like, dude, but they're also, they're just not like good. They're just like boring. They're just boring. Fucking. I think sixth sense was the only good one. Yeah. They, that came out in 1999. <laughs> That was damn near 25 years ago. That's when Bruce Willis could still talk. <laughs> That's before the brain worms took over. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Dave Bautista's got brain worms too, but they live I'm, outside of his head. I'm, his head was so wrinkly in this movie. I'm Dave Bautista. <laughs> I'm acting. <laughs> I'm acting. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Are you an actor? Too? Do you like my brain worms? <laughs> They live on top of my head. Dude, actually, his head looks like he has the same texture as like a meatball. <laughs> he looks like coral. <laughs> you ever see coral? Oh, like that in the brain ocean. coral? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in the ocean? Yeah. yeah. Where else would coral be? I don't know. No, I'm talking about that mountain coral. It's at the top of Everest. Oh, man. <laughs> don't tell anyone that don't I'm in the I'm actually Dave Batista. Um, I'm trying to think about because yeah, dude, this movie did. You know what? It's a pattern with his movies. Like in the beginning of old, I, I sorry, I keep talking about that. It's just like one of the only. It's the only ones other. I remember because it came out like two years ago. We didn't uh, see Glass. Actually, I, I remember <laughs> seeing Split. Like, the big twist was, like, he was a monster. He's a superhero. Yeah, it's like, he's got 23 personalities. Don't let him have a 24th. And then he was, Including like, the beast. Yeah, and, and he just started, like, running on walls. I'm like, I'm like that's not a personality. Um, he's like, I'm Kevin. Oh, I'm Denise. And I can run on walls. It's like, that's... And I'm Jesus and runs across the ocean. <laughs> yeah, but in old, it was, like, the beginning was, like, Okay, they go to this resort, something's fishy, and then people just start fucking aging really fast and healing really fast and, like, wind up dying. And it's like, okay, like, oh, shit, but then you realize, all right, we're a half hour in. We got another hour of this. And it's the same thing with this. Make a sacrifice. I don't want to. All right, we'll kill this guy. Put on the TV. And it's just pattern and repeats. And it's like, okay, all this is happening. Now we still have an hour left. It's like, that's his thing. He just, like... It's like it's like first act done, second act done, and then he's just really long third act. Yeah, just like I was surprised they spent so much time after Dave Batista died. 
was like 20 minutes of movie left. Yeah. And I was like, this movie, by the way. Yeah. He could have went up into that treehouse where they told the daughter to go. And he was like, come on, sweetie. And they could have just walked, found the truck and just, and just left. (laughs) But no, they had to go to a diner. They went to a diner, saw the news, continued to further the point that they were right. Some lady answered the phone she's like i love you yeah i'm so glad you're I'm so okay. glad you're okay. but i love how he's watching the news and it's like yeah all these sick kids just stopped coming into the hospital <laughs> they just stopped dying yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> it's pretty wacky and wild it's like dude he's like yeah my daughters can't swim and the flood water was coming and then it just kind of went away yeah it's like dude m night here's what you can do watch the news for 10 fucking <laughs> minutes and figure out how reporters talk it was like He's like, yeah, my daughters, they can't swim. And then the water just, it stopped rising. It stopped coming in. And now we found out that in Brazil, sick kids stopped coming into the hospital. I'm Janice. Back to you. You know what's really funny about the guy they were interviewing? That was That was pretty much his exact accent. And then it cuts to like this Asian guy, like at a FEMA camp. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah. It's like, it's like it's it's not who I was picturing, but all right. And then an out of, and then, in, yeah, the out of focus waitress behind her behind him was like i love you i'm so glad you're okay it's like why are these why are you not filming anyone that's talking they also that's the only reason they walked into that diner was to like to show that it was yeah they immediately got back in their car and left you know what would have been sick is if like they were walking and they saw like a plane like falling but it kind of just picked itself back <laughs> that up. would not have been sick but it would have been hilarious <laughs> yeah it's like oh, oh shit oh, all right we're okay <laughs> we're okay we're okay oh shit no their solution to the planes was it just cuts to a news guy in australia going yep they all landed yeah it's like great yeah. <laughs> they were like yeah we're down here in australia and all the planes landed safely it's like and it's like okay but they were falling for like a days why were they still in the air yeah yeah it's just <laughs> Yeah, there's people back at the airports. Yeah, right. <laughs> we got people getting off planes. Yeah, I love it and how they're talking about this like whole fucking like apocalypse. And the only places we'd we heard from were Brazil and Australia. They literally were talking about the plague, and they were like, "It's it, it's in these countries." It was the U.S., the U.K., and Cape Town, South Africa. <laughs> Those are the only places this plague was. Like, I'm. It's yeah, not a fucking it, plague, then. It's just nothing in this movie, like, mattered. This movie just didn't need to be made. And you know what? He's not taking his fucking time, either. Like, Old came out, like, two years ago, maybe. Which means he probably wrote this... He probably wrote the first draft and was like, all right, let's figure it out. Well, I mean, they had fucking three writers on this. He's got a fucking team of writers that just oh, slap yeah, his name Oh, yeah, it was, like, him and them. two other people. It's like, okay, like, it just seems like they just took all their ideas... I was like, like, I feel like they each. There's three of them. I feel like they each wrote for like a character. All right, you write for they, Ron they, Weasley. I'll write for Dave Batista. They each did an act. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You write the it's first like three, act. You write the second. I'll write the third. Three different movies happening. Yeah, it was just not really good. I, there was no genre either. Like, I get that he tried to put all those horror elements in there, but. It, I, I was not once scared. I was not once nervous. I was not worried about any of the characters. Not that they were so unlikable, but I didn't have a reason to like any of them. I was not rooting for a single person in this. Right. Any one of them could have died. They all fucking died. I didn't give a shit. I liked the... I think one of the dads' name was Andrew. 
I thought he was funny because he was the one that was like doing most of the talking. The one with the concussion or the one that was like flipping out? The one out that the kept yelling at everyone. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I'm a lawyer. I know what the fuck I'm talking yeah, he about. Yeah, trying to get out of the chair. He's like. <laughs> Dave Batista shows him a picture of that gym class. He's yeah. like, these are my kids. They suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they suck at, they suck at badminton. Dude, I was, I don't know what I was expecting, but like when the one of the dads like whispers to the daughter, like when I nod my head. I want you to do what you did on Thanksgiving. And she was like, okay, daddy. And I'm like waiting kind of on, like after the whole scene, I'm like, yo, is this guy going to fucking nod his head? Like what's going down? Like what did this daughter do on Thanksgiving? She's fucking six. Like what happened? And then you just see the husband lock eyes with the daughter and he goes, <laughs> nods his head. And then she just goes, I want to watch cartoons. She starts screaming. I want to watch cartoons. Put on my cartoons. I want to watch my cartoons. And then Dave Bautista's like, calm down, little one. Please calm down. Please calm down. You know, as a as a former uh, child care provider, I thought that scene was actually kind of funny because of how like <laughs> he's like, "Why don't we count to five? He goes, one, two, th- okay. Why don't we try again? <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> that's like, yeah. Like we've we've been that's, there. That's that like baby way of like treating kids that they all want you to do so they don't get sued. Yeah, but also, he was so okay. fucking monotone. He's like, "Let's try counting to five. Count, count to five. Instead, it's like, like get to her level and be like, "Hi." Like, okay. you know, he's like, "Okay, we're not listening. Why don't we put on our listening ears?" Yeah, yeah. Like when, when you and me were camp counselors, I mean, I had a way of talking to the kids. Hey, you know, talk, I didn't talk you, to them like this. I was like, "Hey, you know, you know." Uppity. Oh, I talked to mine just like this. I know. That's why you're the worst <laughs> fucking counselor at that I camp. was the best fucking Did you counselor. win counselor of the year that yes, one time? My first year. Whoa. Oh, I've got the certificate still somewhere around here. They get, what did they give you for that? What? Did they give you the $100 gift card? No, they gave me fucking bupkis. <laughs> really? They, <laughs> they gave me what, shit. Remember, I, dude, okay, quick story. The last day of our summer camp job back in, back in the day, um, they give they would give out a counselor of the summer award and we were all standing there it was our last day all the kids had just gone home i was fucking hammered <laughs> i was so shit faced cuz i would pour liquor into my coffee every morning at work and just I was just drunk all the time and the heat didn't help i can't wait for this i can't wait for this podcast to blow up and all of our kids parents listening yeah to right but he was so good with them i know you know why <laughs> they're like oh counselor this summer goes to charlie and i was like oh shit and then i just hear you go what you gave it to him he's fucking inebriated <laughs> and i had like sunglasses on I was so he's, fucking, he's fucking drunk yeah. right now yeah and then i think it was someone they're like do a heel tap i was like what Oh, uh, I also started the speech chant. Oh, yeah, you started a speech <laughs> chant? I wanted to hear you try to slur your way through that. <laughs> so you were like, speech, speech. So I fucking had the $100 gift card. I'm like, uh, I sound like fucking Adam Sandler. I'm like, uh, thank you. Uh, you know, that was... And then I'm just looking at you and you're like cracking up. I'm like, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. Uh, thanks. <laughs> And then they made you do the heel tap. Yeah, they made me do a heel tap on, on a, and I fucking ate shit. On asphalt. Like, do a heel t-. I'm like, why is that the thing? Why do I have to do a fucking heel tap? Because you're a clown. A dance monkey. Dance monkey. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, where was I going with that? I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's camp counselors. We know how to deal with children. <laughs> but yeah, that was the only thing. I think, honestly, I think Dave Batista was my favorite part of the movie. 
Why? I don't know. Because the rest of it sucked. It really did. I like. I'm not saying Dave Bautista was fantastic. I'm saying I enjoyed him the most because he was so weird. (laughs) I I would have liked to see Ron Weasley be Dave Bautista's character. I would like to see if if he was in charge. (laughs) Remember, real quick. Remember when he was trying to break into the house and he was shaking the door and he was like. Yeah, they all had an obstacle to get past. Dave Batista goes into the basement, then Ron Weasley just has to push a couch out of the way. And he's like, come on. <laughs> he like broke the glass window and he's shaking the doorknob from the inside and his face is so fucking red. He's like, come on. Fuck this movie. How about that they named the fucking... They- <laughs> <laughs> they named they named the fucking ginger guy Redman. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking dicks. <laughs> the best the best the best the funny shit was what when you Dave Batista he goes he goes he goes, <laughs> Come on, get it out. But he goes, Dave Batista, he goes, he goes, these are my associates. He goes, this is so and so. He goes, he goes, this is so and so. This is, you know, this is my partner, this person. He goes, and then there's my associate. He goes, there's my associate Redmond. And you, you lean into me. You go, I wonder which one's Redmond. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, it was just an empty theater and you just lean into me. I wonder which one's Redmond. And Ron Weasley's just standing there like, <laughs> dude, I was pissing myself. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, that shouldn't have made me laugh that hard. <laughs> it really shouldn't have. <laughs> he's just standing there with a pickaxe and you're like, I wonder which one's red. <laughs> he was wearing a red flannel too. <laughs> oh my god, my stomach's killing me. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> what are we at? Oh, we're at an hour. All right. Let's, it's a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, let's let's There's let, really not much left. Yeah, there's not there's, yeah, there's there's <laughs> Don't see this movie. It's yeah. not fucking worth. It's not even fun to laugh at. It's yeah. a fucking chore to watch. Yeah, I mean, we have a new motto now where every time one of us, which is usually me, bitching about the awful movie we have to watch, it's always it's not for pleasure, it's for work. Like and you know, it was fucking work to get through this movie. It was fucking work. It was. You know what, 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 real quick, what was pretty funny is that we were, there was like five minutes left in the movie, and the cleaning staff was already, they already started like sweeping popcorn. Dude, they were shocked to see us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like, oh, there's people in here? Yeah, yeah, it was like us and two other people. But um, but yeah, so this movie, uh, I, I'm not going to bother with a rating system. It was just very, very, very subpar. And, uh yeah, that's kind of all there is to it. Um, but if any, are are people able to like request movies to us? Uh, I mean, yeah, 
We'll we'll set up something. Yeah, we're going to set up something because we'd love to take requests for movie ideas, whether they're new, coming out, or old, whatever. Um, We'd love to do them. So, what you can do is you can rate us five stars. Oh hell yeah! That would be fantastic. You could follow us. Yeah, it'd take two seconds. That'd be sick. You could you could come to my house and give me a foot rub. Dude, that would you know what, man? That'd be pretty sweet. If there's people on Long Island that listen to this, <laughs> just random ass people. Please do not come to my house. <laughs> you can come to Keegan's house. I live at uh, <laughs> a 14. He, uh, he lives inside of Jake's 58. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're projecting again. Oh, boy. Um, all right. Well, all right. Until next week. I'm Charlie. I am Keegan. And this has been a great degenerate movie review. Oh, yes, it was. All right. Bye bye.